This is your Field Pass with DCI's Dan Potter. This is your Field Pass for Friday, July 28th, 2017. We have a visit with the Cadets Vocal Ensemble and chats with Bluecoats Drum Major Samuel Crawford and Horn Sergeant Rachel Spencer coming up a little bit later in this field pass. But first, the Open Class Tour is underway. The OC Tour started Wednesday and leads to the Open Class World Championships in Michigan City, Indiana, Monday and Tuesday, August 7th and 8th, which is simply one of the best, most energetic drum corps shows on the planet. Some of you, I'm not naming names, but some of you have told yourself every year, you know, next year we're going to get up to Michigan City to see that show. Well, you better get on it. OC World Championship Finals are a hot ticket now. Get yours at DCI.org while we check in with DCI Open Class Coordinator Dave Edelman. The summer has gone great. Uh, I've been really excited about the level of performance that we've been seeing from Open Class Corps this summer, and particularly that they have been coming out earlier in a better performance shape. And there's probably a lot of reasons behind that, but as you know, the open class cores ten, uh, start later in the summer than their world-class counterparts with their summer training and, uh, and going into their first shows. But uh, nevertheless, they're coming out really strong right from the get-go. What do you think are some of the reasons that they're, they're stronger this year? I think there's several things. You know, uh, in the open class division, we have... Um, our annual meetings, and we conduct our, our business meetings uh, every year right along with the world-class course. And uh, we, there, are a lot of, there have been a lot of topics of discussion over the last several years about building stronger organizations and, and more like uh, infrastructure. And in terms of building stronger nonprofit corporations, supporting what they do for youth and for education and for music, um, we're finding as a result of that that their boards of directors are growing, their financial stability is improving. Uh, that's enabling them to uh, develop uh, stronger teaching staffs and uh, better uh, design staffing, and they're able to attract more students to come in and audition for their cores. And, and each year, as they get a little bit bigger and a little bit better, they attract more uh, students to come in and audition. So I think the talent level is increasing. We're seeing the uh, average student in an open class drum corps these days uh, being approximately a senior in high school, freshman, or sophomore in college. So we're seeing some uh, some really good signs there that are leading to these uh, stronger performances on the field. Are OC cores better able to retain their members than they have been in the past, or are they still seeing them leave after a year or two to go to a world-class core? There's like a trickle-up process in all of the activity. And if you kind of track a student and you look at somebody that comes into the activity at around senior in high school, freshman in college age, they look for a core that they feel that they can get into, that they can audition and they can make it. And then once they've done that and they've got into that said drum corps, whatever, whatever it is, they sometimes look then for another opportunity, maybe a little farther up the line, and they might look for a world-class group, for example, and then from a world-class group jump up to a finalist, and then from a finalist to one of the top three, 
so they kind of they kind of climb the ranks that way. You you see a lot of um, of mobility that way in the students that stay around more than just a year or two or three. This is the most exciting time of the year for drum corps in general. But since the open class has a shorter season, um, you really do see in this last two weeks, they, they kind of blossom. Um, it, it happens maybe a little bit later for the open class cores, just like the start of their season and their spring training, um, when it goes from their heads to their hearts, when it finally becomes, you know, the, the movement becomes muscle memory and they can really let their passion come out. That happens to the open class cores here in this last two weeks, doesn't it? There's nothing like getting the core out on the road. Once you do that, you've got uh, their 100% focused attention on what they're doing with their show. Once they get on the road and they start getting out there just every day, their meals are provided, the place to stay for the night is provided, and all they're doing is just pursuing their craft then that's when things start to really click in and you see them make exponential progress in their programs uh, during that last couple of weeks of the season. Dave, you have one of the best local open class shows on the circuit in Avon Lake. Uh, here's, your, here's your platform. Give us your promo. Running through August 5th is what's called our open class tour. And one of the most uh, rewarding things that we've seen in the last few years is the attendance increasing at those shows. Shows like Avon Lake, and Johnsonburg and up in Plainwell, Michigan, and all around uh, in the, the shadow show that they put on up in Wisconsin. And all of the shows on the circuit are starting to see increased attendance at their events. And, and I think it's because of the fact that people are starting to look forward to and expect quality performances from the open class groups. They're seeing bigger drum corps. We've got 15 of them this year that are over 100 members. Mm. And, you know, that's, that's pretty unprecedented in recent years for us to see our open class groups that big between, and a great number of them between 125 and a full drum corps of 150. So when they go out on the field, a group like the battalion, for example, that performed last week in Denver, and they turned so many heads because people saw them out there. They were a nearly full drum corps looking really good, performing really well for midseason. For, and for them, it was actually end of season because for some of the open class groups, of course, they, they finish early so that they can be mindful of finances and their uh, support of their organization so that they don't, uh, so that they can endure for many, many years, let's just say. And uh, now those that are able to do the open class tour and come to championships, we're seeing them in their peak form. And they, they, they are highly entertaining. And you get shows like Avon Lake and others where people leave, walk out of the, the stadium saying, wow, that was an amazing night of drum corps. And they're not comparing it or, you know, to apples and oranges to some other, you know, drum corps or to, you know, the Cavaliers or somebody like that. But just the fact that that is an amazing night of drum corps. They walked away impressed. They're planning to come back the next year and buy tickets again. DCI Open Class Coordinator Dave Edelman. The OC is in action tonight in Metamora, Illinois, and tomorrow in Johnsonburg, Pennsylvania, and Oskaloosa, Iowa. And make your plans to be at Ames Field in Michigan City, Indiana, for the Open Class Finals on Tuesday, August 8th. This is your Field Pass, the official podcast of Marching Music's Major League. Every drum corps season brings us unique performances and unique performers. Some of those performers end up being icons of that particular season. 
I would put the Cadets Vocal Ensemble in that category this summer. That's the octet as they warmed up to sing the national anthem at a show recently. During the show, the singers bring Leonard Bernstein's mass to life, adding the vocal parts that were necessarily absent in the cadets' famous 1983 fielding of Bernstein's magnum opus. And in recent weeks, the ensembles become more and more visual as well, adding characterizations and dance to their performances. I was curious about what drew the eight of them and their instructors to drum corps. Ryan Zettelmoyer is one of two instructors working with the singers. I was in a high school marching band for all four years of my high school experience, and I was a big drum corps fan, uh, and I continued throughout my, uh, my college experience, but I didn't really play a brass instrument well enough to participate in a drum corps, uh, so I never was actually in a drum corps. So this is a great experience for me, especially because I'm a huge drum corps fan, being able to be involved in drum corps. Yeah. As a vocalist, yeah. In such a unique way. How'd you come on board? <laughs> I actually saw, uh, it, it was kind of a lucky circumstance. I ended up seeing a Facebook post uh, that a friend shared by George Hopkins advertising the position. Uh, so I, I, only, I only even saw it because I randomly saw a friend's Facebook post. I could not take my eye off your ensemble in San Antonio Saturday night. They've become a show unto themselves, haven't they? Thank you. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we're constantly working on uh, not only improving our sound, but also with the way we perform, the way we use our bodies in the show as well. Uh, so we do want it to be not only a, a sonic aspect, but also a visual aspect as well. How are they taking to that, to the characterizations? They're taking it pretty well. I mean, uh, many of them are uh, music majors in undergrad, so it's, uh, it's interesting constantly working on... Uh, not only singing but also acting choices with them uh, and I think that that progress has shown throughout the season as we've been working on that too. So. What do they think of the notion of competing? Uh, they're really into it. Uh, a lot of these uh, a lot of these kids were, all eight of them were fans of drum corps before they came onto this uh, but they like me just didn't play the right instrument to the right ability level uh, but then they all happen to see the advertisement for the vocalists and they, uh, the ones that got in. I mean, they've been really enjoying it. Uh, it's been a great time for them uh, as well as myself. Hi there, I'm Parker. I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. I'm Rachel from Source, Connecticut. Emily from Itasca, Illinois. I'm Andrew from Roseville, Minnesota. I'm Ishmael from Winston-Salem, North Carolina. I'm Bella from Frisco, Texas. I'm Noah from Akron, Ohio. I'm Maddie from Des Moines, Iowa. Most of us have marching band experience of some sort. I marched two years of open class before this, but everyone was kind of familiar with the activity before, and then we're all just really thrilled to get a chance to take part in this art form. What drew you to do this for cadets? The opportunity to introduce something new to this wonderful evolving art form, I think, is an opportunity that's once in a lifetime. And I think that the experience of working with such a high caliber drum corps will give us an experience that can last a lifetime. What has Bernstein's mass come to mean to you guys? A spectacular piece in his like very nuanced and complex view of spirituality and all the things that he explores and you know refutes and then reconciles inside the one piece. It's just spectacular to see what he does and cool the journey that he takes you on over the course of the piece. The cadets' next performance of The Faithful, The Fallen, and The Forgiven featuring Leonard Bernstein's Mass is tonight at DCI's Masters of the Summer Music Games presented by Jupiter, Mapex, and Majestic at Vanderbilt University in Nashville. 
Bluecoats will take the field in Nashville tonight, too. And if you're watching, I'm betting at least a couple of times your eyes will fall on Samuel Crawford, the Bluecoats' dynamic drum major, and on Horn Sergeant Rachel Spencer. Rachel is the diminutive but powerful trumpet player featured several times during the Bluecoats 2017 production of The Jagged Line. I spoke with Rachel and Samuel during the Texas tour last week. How is your summer going, Sam? It's going really, really well. We've had a lot of different challenges this year than we had last year. It's, it's one thing to have something to work towards, but then once you get what you're working towards, maintaining it and finding something new to strive for has been a challenge that I, th I think we're doing a good job of establishing and trying to keep pushing towards. So short answer, different challenges this season. I mean, you've heard the criticism that it's kind of the same thing. I mean, it's not, but it's kind of the same thing. You know, I, I think we established a new identity that had never been seen before in the activity at, at all last year. And we wanted to capitalize on some of the things that worked well for us, but at the same time change and show that we can still grow and still push the boundaries. So I think using the stage that is stationary, but is still so versatile is something that's, that's very different than what we did last year. Um, but at the same time, I, th I think we still have a fun and um, active and engaging environment that hopefully the audience will still enjoy. When they played Psychopomp for you the first time and said, this is the meter you're conducting, what did you think? Man, I, I thought it was crazy, but I've when I first came to the Bluecoats, I sort of hated mixed meter and different t meter changes, but now I've come to love them, and it's a really fun <laughs> challenge. And honestly, anything in 4-4 is boring and easy, so I, I love some 7-8. love it. If drum corps teaches us anything, it's that the good stuff is where we're least comfortable at first, right? That's right. The, the hard stuff is that becomes the most fun in the end. Yeah. Uh, oh, and I wanted to ask you about Rachel Spencer, who I think has kind of become uh, an emblem, an icon for Blue Coats this year. She's such a pistol. She's got so much personality when she plays. Her solos are so magnificent. Tell me about her and her leadership as Horn Sergeant. Yeah, you know, she's just a really, really musical individual. I, I would say she probably leads strongest through her performance. And she has, um, I think she's already graduated, actually, and this is her bonus year. So she's graduated with a degree in jazz studies, and she knows not only how to perform, but the, the science and the theory behind doing what she does. So that, that's why her solos sound so nuanced and so special is because she's got the experience to back it up. And she's got the time here to back it up. This is her fifth year. So she just sets a great musical example for the rest of the drum corps. Hi, my name is Rachel Spencer. I'm the horn sergeant at the Bluecoats, and I play trumpet. I've been a big drum corps fan since around 2008, and I went to my first show in 2009 with my high school marching band. Um, my high school band director marched blue coats, and being from Ohio, I always thought that if I could march drum corps, you know, there's no way I could afford to fly anywhere, so I'd have to drive. And then I saw Metropolis in 2010, and I was so inspired by that drum corps, and I thought that I had to be a part of it somehow. Was the audition process nerve-wracking for you? Yes, it was very nerve-wracking, especially my first year, because I was only 17. It was really a lot of hard work, and I can't tell you how many reps I put in on the audition music, but I wouldn't change a thing. <laughs> you know, we watched you develop as a, as a featured artist the last two years, and you're really getting some time this year. How does that feel to be featured the way you are? Honestly, I try not to think about it any differently than I would a normal show any other year. I just try to go in and do my job, but it's nice to know that I can do my part to help the drum corps grow in a different way now, and I'm really proud of that. Thanks to Rachel Spencer and Samuel Crawford of the Bluecoats, as well as the Cadets Vocal Ensemble and their instructor Ryan Zettelmoyer for hanging out with the Peel Pass this week. 
I'm off to Nashville for the Masters of the Summer Music Games, presented by Jupiter, Mapex, and Majestic. That's tonight. And don't forget the DCI Southeastern Championship, presented by Lone Star Percussion in Powder Springs, Georgia, Saturday. That's going to be streamed live on flowmarching.com. I'm Dan Potter. World-class finals are just two weeks away. Don't miss the cores live this year. You're going to regret it if you do. And don't miss the open class. I'll see you at the stadium.